Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another episode of Stories Around Azeroth. I am the man, the Grinch, the legend, one Titan's Creed. And joining me today, as always, is a gnome who is way too ready, too early for Winter's Veil vale himself, one Mr. Frasley. How are you, sir? I'm doing awesome! I've got all the music ready to go after Winter's Veil, vale, so once Pokemon's Battle was over, I was like, get the music out, get all the decorations out, and just kind of have some fun. And in fact, the, now the lights are set. So it's... I'm wearing my, my ugly uh, Winter Veil vale sweater. sweater. Yeah, I see that. Yep. And, I mean, uh, and, I, and I appreciate the fact that you've waited until December. I appreciate yeah. that. I, I, I start then, and then the day after Winter's Veil vale happens on December 25th, everything goes back into the closet and for the next year. So... That, that's my promise. Wait, you wait, will see. Wait, when do you consider the end of Winter's Veil? Vale? For me, it's typically December 26th because after that, it's like you have all the presents and festivities. Because I, I celebrate the real world holiday of Christmas. So for me, it's done after the 26th. So, now, so basically, the minute December 27th is there, you don't want to hear any more of those Christmas songs or, or anything else. Exactly. Just Back be like, normal. it's all done. Put it away because then it, it, it's no longer Christmas, and I, and I get no longer feels like Christmas anymore after that. That's fair enough, ladies and gentlemen. You get this bonus, very Winter's Veil vale looking gnome if you're catching us live on Twitch or if you're catching the pod over on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you very much for joining us. Anyway, you just get to avoid looking at our faces for the next thirty to fifty minutes. It's all good. Mr. Frasley, what have you done in the wonderful world of Azeroth? Tell me your stories. Well, in, in World of Warcraft, I finally this year wanted to get the Pilgrim's Bounty achievement because I'm working on that ballot prototype. So I went to, around to all the different horde areas and I went there and sat at their tables and no one killed me, surprisingly. They all were like, hey, you can sit at our table. And then I just, I, I left. So I, I did that. I got my gnome with Michael up to level 70. Oh, blimey. And we are getting closer and closer to being done with Northman, which is really weird. So at some point, we're gonna, I don't know where we're going to head into next. I think you can Maybe. stay in Northman until 80, though, now, can't you? With the way the leveling changes are. As long as we don't finish all of the content. That's that's what we're looking at. Is like if We're trying to see if we finish all the content of Northman. Because on some alts I've done, I finished Northrend, then I'm ready on... Going to the next so, one. how far have you and Michael got through on the Genome Project in Northland? I think we're in the Borean Tundra now. Yeah, but that's what. Is that not where you started? Did you start in Howling Ford? Um, um, yeah, I, th I think we started in Howling Fjord. Okay. I know we've done Grizzly Hills because I did the poop quest in that. In that <laughs> I forgot about that one. Um, normally, I'm one. done by the time I level in Borean Tundra, but I digress. What else have you done this week? Uh, not a lot on WoW stuff because I'm, I'm leaving, so I this past week I've had to do a little bit of extra work to get things ready to go. So while I'm gone, there's still content coming at you, just not in streams and stuff like that. He's been a busy podcast in Gnome. He's giving you yes. all of... Like, if he, I swear, if he had the ability to do it, he'd make an advent calendar of Gnome podcasts and you'd get a podcast every day of the year if you had... Uh, every oh. day of the month if you had a chance. Yes, to. yes. In fact, we just finished uh, Napod Poma, which is national podcast post month and the reason i did not do it is all right with all podcasts i do i don't want to add another podcast to yeah, do no, i can imagine yeah, yeah. jesus such a such a laundry list of stuff 
Um, I've just been on the back burner uh, at the moment. I'm literally waiting until January for the content to kick in. But I am... I've managed to get... I got about an hour or two of leveling time in on my Death Knight. I haven't had a chance to try out uh, Alterac Valley of Old and get that mount yet. I might do that after the show today. Or at some point in the next week and try and get just the daily cycling for it just to get the mount done. Yeah. But otherwise, a lot of my time is still chasing that one missing music disc from Mechagon. So one day it'll be music to your ears, but until then... One day it'll be Mechagon no more. <laughs> until you get the... Until you roll your Mechagnome, then you'll be back there again. Not for a while. <laughs> I've got to level it first. Oh, that's true. Yes. Well, I'm admitting the starting areas inside of Mechagon, and then... But, like, all the LRA starting areas are just, like, you're there, then you're gone. I have seen that the uh, the unlock allied race quests for both the Mechanomes and the uh, Volpira are quite interesting. The Volpira ones, without spoiling too much, the Volpira ones look really good, and the Mechanome one kind of ties up a storyline. Nice. So it's it's pretty interesting uh, to see those. I think you'll enjoy them when they're available. I'm excited because... No, no, go ahead. Because uh, I, I want an, another alt level, and I've been looking forward to the uh, Volpira and the Mechanomes. Oh, you need to do you need to do the Mechanome as your Iron Man, so that instead of when you die, people going R.I.P., they can just go rest in pieces, because you'll just fall apart every time you die. Ah. Oh! I, could, I like that. You could change it up a little more and go rust in pieces, but that'd be even better. Rust in pieces. Rust in pieces. Oh boy, it's been um, it's been a turbulent week within the Warcraft community this week, uh, as a lot of people talk about what can and cannot be considered data mining slash leaks. We are not going to get into that today. If you want to look for that sort of thing, you can. Uh, Frasny and I have had a small discussion around it pretty much the day after it i saw the information the night it came out and i kind of knew shit was going to hit the fan but we have decided not to talk about it not to speculate about it or anything else if you are interested all the information is out there on the internet and you are more than welcome to go and discover such information as you did it's one of those weird things i find as as, I've, as I personally have sidelined more into podcasting for the game for fun and it's something I want to talk about a little bit more, you find yourself wanting to talk about the news. And when such a juicy bit of news like that comes along, you've got to make the choice of do you talk about it or do you avoid it? Yeah. And I think one reason why personally I don't want to talk, like I actually wish I'd not ever seen the news. Seeing it ruined it for me. And, and I... I wish I had not seen it at all. I looked at it. You know, it's one of those, it's there, and you look at it, and you're like, wish I had not, because, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. But, uh, yeah, before anybody decides if we're going to be talking about that tonight, we are not. So yeah, not we're worry. not, you know. There are no spoilers, no leaks, no data mines, none of anything else. But, in saying that, has anything crossed your mind this week, Mr. Frasley? Is there anything that you would like to talk about? Oh, that's a good question because we are still in kind of in a, a law period, especially because like employees have gone off to to be with their families this week if, yep. if they're celebrating Thanksgiving. I mean, there's not been a lot that I've seen 
I mean, we are in... We are in that period where there's going to be data mining for 8.3 that's going to continue. There's going to be a lot of looking at how corruption changes are happening as the PTR evolves for 8.3. There's still more Warcraft 3 Reforged models to come through and everything else. And, you know, it's not exactly uh, Warcraft news, but uh, Deathwing in Heroes of the Storm has hit the PTR as well. But it's just, it's, it's more 8.3, so I was wondering if there was anything that you wanted to talk about specifically. Like, there's not a lot on the Shadowlands or anything else. I mean, I'm interested in how the Mythic Plus changes are going to work in 8.3, with the fact that instead of having a chance to Titanforge to get that good gear, those highest, if you can run those level 15 keys, are going to give you Mythic level gear. Which isn't going to happen straight off the bat, but... You know, you'll get your gear if that's heroic level, you do heroic raids, and then you can slowly work into those heroic uh, uh, mythic level keys. What was and your thought on that? I, I know you're someone that doesn't raid, and you don't really yeah. need mythic plus for gear or anything else, but... What? I do like that they're getting rid of the, the grinds, and it is nice that you'll be able to get gear without having to raid. Because I, I, I think it's nice that, especially with the mythic dungeon invitational being such a... Or, yeah, is it... Because no, it's the Mystic Dungeon International now. Yes. But the fact that they're making that an esport thing, you really could decide if you didn't want to raid, you could just do Mythic Pluses. And I, I've been on a, I, I have been on Mythic Pluses with Capo this expansion. How have and, you found them? Uh I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if Capo carried me. I, th I think <laughs> he and the group did. So I mean, it was one of those. I had to watch where I was, what I was doing and stuff like that. Yeah. But I do like having that, that, that time trial. I don't, I don't do it a lot. But in Legion, when I did those, I enjoyed them. And I had I had fun when I was doing those. As someone that got Realm First Challenge modes in Mists, and uh, we did them quite fast in Warlords, I can say that the Mists and Warlord ones felt a lot better than the current Mythic Plus ones do now. Don't get me wrong. I think it's because it was more of a challenge than the allure of gear. Uh, but when it comes to Mythic Plus, it's nice to have an alternate version to get gear. Yeah. Like to raiding. So I completely get that. It's where the game should be. There should be multiple points for you to get stuff to do. Yes. Um, I think where I think BFA has fallen, and I, and I agree, there's too much of a fear of missing out on loot that you don't know should i do this should i do this should i do this should i do this because you can't just focus on one thing for for gear because you're afraid if i don't focus on this then i'm going to miss this gear over here and that has definitely been been one that i know people like should i do the should i do the rating should i do the mythic plus should i do the pve should i do the pvp yeah i mean there should be there are so many different things in the game for people to enjoy at max level but after doing a lot of PvP this expansion, uh, quite the recent season, like, it feels like you've got to do too much, like, and you don't get that reward in time. And even then, the elite gear is just a transmog-looking set. It's not a... It's not like a gear drop, and the gear evolves over time from, uh, you know, in terms of item level from your conquest box. So essentially, if you want the best gear you have to do mythic straight off the bat and that was like that plateau 
and then yeah it's it's very odd but it's it's nice to see something else but the question will then become will there be something for the hardcore pvpers that will then also give them mythic level esque loot yeah because i i'm gonna say this without knowing all the ramification of this but i think you should be able to play the type of mode you want the best and within reason get good gear that like if you want to raid and be a raid team you shouldn't need to do mythic pluses in between to get stuff you should be able to just raid but if you want to just do mythic pluses because a raid team versus a mythic plus team there are differences in either you want to be with a close knit of friends or you want to be with a bigger group of friends or if you love PvPing, it, I think you should be able to get loot however you like playing the game. I think the different the difference becomes where for Mythic Plus, you can if you wanted, say, the highest level you could get from Mythic Plus as a baseline, you could literally run a plus ten, not finish it in time, and you'll still have that high item level item in your box. Okay. And the same will probably be with the level 15 as well when uh, 8.3 rolls around. So I could run a 15, even though I don't have the gear for it. As long as I finish the dungeon, it doesn't have to be in time. But with Mythic Raiding, you have to kill the boss to get the loot. I can see that, yeah. much. There's no guarantee that you're going to get anything from when you, from when you run. I, and, and, I, and I've seen enough raid teams that have wiped on... Yeah. Boss after boss, and you're like, why do it if you're gonna, if you're going to keep wiping? I think that's it, and I think that's where uh, a small problem might lie with that system, especially without. I, I mean, obviously there'll be a, like a week's border on eight point three until the mythic raids open, and we can get mythic level gear because otherwise that would be insane, and that would be all you'll have the world first raiders doing is just doing plus 15 mythic plus keys before mythic dungeons open just to get the gear to get in there i mean that's not to say they won't be doing heroic level stuff anyway to get gear to get in there after their one raid a week so because they'll clear it pretty quickly i imagine but uh, yeah i'll tell you what there is something i am looking forward to again is the next race to world first in 8.3 i think nihilotha from what i've seen of it looks like it's gonna be really fun to watch and with those nice sets i still love the i love the, the camera work and the tech behind the race for world first i i mean the race itself is fun but i i love all the behind the scenes like those cool sets that they put together the commentary yeah that part is is, is fun for me to watch oh absolutely I, I think it's why i'm drawn more to the method side of the stuff because it'll have some of my favorite commentators i hope they've learned from a lot of the stuff that they've done and the mistakes and everything else I agree not all content is for everybody. That's going to be the thing. And some casters are going to appeal more to others than they are some. But I, I just hope that they is in just improvements on the way that they do things and everything else. And it was cool. At BlizzCon, I saw someone wearing the Method shirt. The one that they put oh, out right. when they were very, when they were, they were betting on winning. And I saw that. I, I was tempted to buy one of those because they looked really cool. And seeing one in person, I was like, that's the shirt I saw online. That's really cool. I hope they do that again because that was, I liked the back and forth and I, I thought it was a pretty friendly competition. I mean, some of the chatters made it a little bit more toxic, 
But I think that the teams themselves, they were having fun and they were doing that. You know, kind of like in, in Ohio, we have Michigan versus Ohio. And for the most part, it, 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 it's, it's pretty much we're having fun, but it can get pretty nasty with us. For the most part, it's friendly banter until it's until it's not. Yeah, I, I get what yeah. you're saying. Uh, I think the situation was made more toxic by people chatting, but they, that's what adds the competitive element to it. It's the, I, it's the thing that they're trying to do is make it like a competitive, a competitive sport where it's first across the line and everything else. And you get that because of the people that are watching the event more than others. And everything else that runs to it so it's it's definitely interesting um i don't know i'm really looking forward to it uh i'm not looking forward to all the purple i'm gonna see in the next yeah for isn't months. it weird we did not like the green and then i think we got brown in no VFA. We, we, we had we had a lot of brown in warlords okay well and, and then green and it was definitely part of Legion. Uh, Legion. Yep. And then VFA was. Uh, no, Legion was very varied on the colors. It was very red for night uh, for Nightmare. It was very uh, uh, purple hue for the Nighthold. It was very green in Tomb, and it was very very green on Argus. But then it switched yep. to some dark reds, and then a full set of color for Argus itself. So. And and now back to purple again, which I mean, purple's not a bad color. Uh, no. I mean, it's not. It's not a bad color. It's not bad on the eyes. It's just when you see too much of it, like it's it's a little bit too much. Like all of December is going to be very red and white, and you're going to see a yes. lot of that. So if if it gets too much, it gets too much. But it'll be interesting. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things. Have you looked into 8.3 stuff? Are you going to delve into stuff outside of Allied Races and that? Absolutely. I'm, I'm planning to do the Horrific Visions and stuff like that because I, I like that it's soluble or with, with groups. So I'm, that's going to be a lot of fun. I've hear, heard a little bit about it that like you have to wait for the for the, the attacks on the places to go. So it, there is... If, unless I'm hearing it wrong, there isn't some time getting the, the same way we had with Warfronts. So, it looks like the invasions will be up over the course of a week. Like, they'll be up for the whole week. It's not like current invasions where they're up for seven hours at a time every 12 okay. hours. So you have a whole week, there's a bar to fill, and as the PTR has gone on and on, the ways to fill those bars have just improved over time. So you'll have different uh, daily quests and world quests in the area bits and pieces but if you don't want to do that then there are rares you can target and there are small events in that corrupted area to do it looks like the first thing we're going to have to do is a big storyline in order to get the legendary cloak first I'm trying to be as spoiler free as possible for those people who haven't been watching the PTR um, but yeah that looks like it's going to be the major thing to do first but I think this is why the invasions are going to be up like pretty much for the entirety of the week so it allows people to jump in as they is if it's anything like how i did my azurite grind when it used to be that like i would literally just log in for an hour a day go around and do all the Az the azurite world tour you probably remember me mentioning it like ages ago and yeah i could probably just log on for an hour and go and do some invasion stuff and call it a day I i'm looking forward to that and i i like that it's content that's going to vary it up it it's I like that when the game gets 
different things. And it's it's why I like the holidays yeah. in the game, because it it gets rid of the monotony of Yeah, adds a you know, adds a little bit of flavor and change. I absolutely yeah. get that. Absolutely. hundred percent. It makes it feel like a, a living world too. Yeah, I get that. And I think, uh, especially for the first couple of weeks, it's going to make those two zones feel really, really busy and alive. Yeah. So, I think compared to the time as it drags on a little bit later, it'll feel a little bit less. And I think what excites me too is the hope that eventually, in addition to the Eternal Veil, we'll get more and more zones restored to their former glory. What other zones would you like to see? Dark Shore, definitely. That's not going like to get touched at all. Uh, Westfall? Maybe. Even... I would love a redone Elwyn Forest. Get rid of those low-polygon trees. I mean, you say low-polygon trees. Have you ever... When was the last time you took the flight point to the Isle of Quildenass and looked at the trees on those islands? Uh, have you got the legendary bow from Sunwell? No. You maybe should, probably should do that because soon, if you have a hunter, you'll be able to transmog into it. Okay, I, I should go. I should go do that. I need to start doing uh, molten core again on uh, my ults that can wield sulfurous and uh, thunder fury because those are the only legendaries in the game I do not own. Yeah, I, I need to do that as well because I'm like. I have on one character, I think it's my monk, I've got half of Thunder Fury, though he can't wield it, so it doesn't work. Uh, yes, I see that, yeah. No, monk, monks can wield swords. So monks, oh, they can? Yeah, monks can wield swords. So you can get you can get Thunder Fury on your monk, but you just won't be able to get uh, Sulfurous, because I don't think they can use two-headed maces. Okay. So if the, if the eye drops for your monk, then you won't be able to... Uh, there's no point crafting the mace, the sulfurian hammer. I gotta look at what he has then, because he I know he, ha I have he a has one half of it. As well. But mm. the, the thing that amuses me the most is I remember when they first put in Time Walking Black Temple, and if you already own the Warglaves on your account and you beat Illidan there, the Demon Hunters got a special transmog item to use the Warglaves. And now, in the next patch, they're making the Warglaives just transmogable anyway. But because anyone with swords can use them... Anyone that can... So, because monks can use swords, monks should be able to transmog into the Warglaives? Ooh, so now we're going to have a bunch of tiny Illidans running around. Now, I imagine with, with you're no going to see... I imagine you're going to see a lot of Thunder Furies. I imagine you're going to see a lot of Warglaives in 8.3. It's a shame that there's a different model for... Because obviously they did a new Sulfurous for Firelands. And that's a different model that they've got there. So, but it's... Obviously you can use your low polygon Sulfurous if you really want to. Oh! I can use Valinir! Oh! You, the the nice hammer from um, Ordua. Okay, yes. Yes. That's going to be fun. I think that You had really the hammer at home to me. Oh my god. A Mechanome with Valinir. So you, you'll Ooh. have... Because if you see like the special effects on Valinir where you get a little part and it's like a little ship that just orbits Valinir and then pops itself back in it again. It looks very... No! Have you, have you got Valinir on your account? No, I, I that's one I, I, I should work on because I can get more... Well, Val Valinir is good because Valinir is a legendary that, will, that you can get but it depends on how fast you want to do 
the content on Heroic Order are. Because if you do the hard modes, you get more. If you don't do the hard modes, you get less. But then, once you do it, you've just got to feed it. You don't even need to do... Yeah. It's, it's fun. Va Valineer is a nice little thing. But I like the idea of a mechanome with Valineer. I just added that to my Wildhead favorites so I can work have, on that. Have a look at it. Yeah, no. I need to start doing Molten Core. But it's, it's only so much time in the week, you know? Yes. And... And like when you have other games that you're playing, like uh, but, um, killing parents in an alternate dimension. I mean, the only real game I'm other playing is, is it's just the other Let's Race series that I'm doing on Twitch, like once a week, which yeah. is fun. Which I'm in the middle I'm... of editing for YouTube at the moment, but that's not Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, it's not Warcraft. I mean, it's what's taking my time sometimes is the uh, other games like Outer Worlds and stuff like that. I've instant. I did not buy anything. No, actually, I did buy Civ Six. And that. Anyway, yes, yes. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting, Shadowlands and everything else. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Mythic Plus changes that they put in there as well, with the ability to choose from a selection of bits and pieces of loot. I hope it's what I'd like to see is a little bit more freedom in what we can do. So, like, if I want to turn around and say, "You're going to give me three bits of loot, allow me to choose from these." Uh, areas like I need better shoulders, I need a better belt, and I need better braces. So let those be the three things I can get a choice of to drop. Yeah. If we get emissaries, I hope we can choose to target a specific area that we want to do, so we can choose to do a specific reputation first and not just play the emissary roulette depending on what order they go in. That'd be nice. Although it might just be you'll gain more reputation with your. Uh, your faction thing. I can't remember the name of it. It is called the Covenant. You might just gain more reputation with your Covenant as you do more stuff there. And then you'll just get more reputation. You'll get some reputation with the other Covenants that you're doing in the world quest in the zone, therefore. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Any thoughts, my friend? I mean, um, if, you, if you wanted to... To hear directly from Blizzard, some more stuff going to Shadowlands. They did just put a bunch of what's next panels for free on YouTube. Oh yeah, all of the stuff from BlizzCon, yeah. Yeah, because they have they have uploaded the um, the Diablo, Warcraft, Hearthstone, and Overwatch what's next panels, and so these are free on YouTube. They're going to live on past the virtual ticket, which I think is a pretty cool thing to do. I saw the what's next panel and. I really liked it uh, of uh, Warcraft. I still need to watch the other ones, but I like that they that they uh, are giving those for free because it helps get the, get the information out there. And it gives a little bit fun. more context of uh, for people who did want to buy the virtual ticket, other than just reading Wowhead or MMO Champion or any other sites that have written down the information. And you'll hear me on the War Warcraft one because when they when they're talking about Teldrassil, there's some cheering. But Allie and I started going boo, and the whole audience just starts going boo. So I'm in the worst next battle. Just Did you actually go and find it. Yes. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. So you won't hear me for, in particular, but you'll hear me in front of the audience. It's not a problem. You, you so, know, I, I, yes. You're on holiday for the next couple of weeks, aren't you, my friend? Are yep, you taking I'm... a laptop or anything with you to do some gaming while you're away? I won't be able to do gaming because of, uh, of different things. And I'm also just kind of kind of enjoy where I'm at 
So I, I, I'm kind of taking a, a, a reprieve. I will be doing a little bit of editing for a few things. There's a few things I still got to do it work-wise. But other than that, taking taking like a, a uh, Kindle on my phone and I'm going to read some books. And it, and there won't even be Warcraft books or gaming books. I'm just going to kind of read. Just read. Yeah. Because I figured... Will you still have the internet? I need my daily picture of Frasley up on your Discord. Sadly, um, when I'm in Hawaii, I may be able to do some uh, some pictures there. So we'll, we'll see. You have a very hot Christmas then, yeah? Yep, a very hot Christmas. I, I'm taking Hawaiian shirts and polo shirts. Brilliant stuff. While Mr. Frasley is away, uh, the Titans Creed will play. The podcast will continue. We will have a guest. He has guested uh, on... When we did the classic Warcraft episode, it was one Mr. Acid Tears. He will be joining us again in Mr. Frasley's stead. So the shows will continue. Hopefully we yes. won't break this weekly streak, even if they just move around. I think we might be moving around a couple of days over the festives, uh, over the festive period anyway. But we will try to get out a uh, the show on the normal Wednesday slot for those of you not joining us live or anything else. We shall see how it goes. I think we did it where there was a show we did on the Tuesday night once, wasn't there? And uh, I managed to get it out on the Wednesday. You are amazing. I, I applaud you on that. It was exhausting. I was very, very tired. I don't blame you. Uh, I've I've done a turnaround, not quite 24, no, what, what, 12 hours like you did, but I've done a quick turnaround before. Friday shows for me kill me Get heading, heading into... I can imagine. Um, it's not too bad now we've got the perfect settings on stream stuff, so I can pretty much just take the audio straight from there and just put it in there properly. But it's, it's a little fun, a little bit fun. As we talked about content creators last week, it's it's one of those things you got to be ready to take what you've made and just turn it into something. Yes. I'm just looking forward to the, the festive period of these night shifts for me to end in a couple of weeks so I can actually get back to streaming on a regular occasion again. Because that will be cool. But yes, I think we're going to end there. There's only, only a small things to say. And um, yeah, we'll get going. Thank you very much for watching us live, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you didn't catch us live, which you can catch over on youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions, or you'll be able to catch on all good podcast places on Wednesday morning at 10.30 a.m. in the UK, which is 11.30 a.m. in Europe. And what time would that be? It's like 3 a.m. on the East Coast, I want to say. Yeah, because typically when you put these out there, I'm like, I, 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 I'm just woken up and I'm like, okay, retweet. Yeah, it's like 3 a, I think it's like 3 a.m. on the East Coast and about 1 a.m. on the West Coast. So it's it's there for your breakfast listed. Yes. And I've heard that that's actually a very important thing. I, I, I always know when I get my show out there and my shows will still continue as well during the the break so yep. you you won't be able to escape me so That's as it, much as you might want to try no who would want to do that uh, we need i, I want to see i want to see a, a different i want to have an advent calendar of frasley like i want to see a a different picture of frasley every day on discord i could do that <laughs> not this year cuz i'm going to be gone oh no absolutely <laughs> but we can pl you can plan that out another day mr frasley speaking of you where can they find you on the internet you can find me on Twitter at Frasleycastic. Every week, talking with awesome people from Azeroth at gnomepodcast.com. And on the Twitches, where I will be being festive, uh, at gnome.live. Exactly. Uh, other than the places you found, uh, I've mentioned earlier on, ladies and gentlemen, our Twitters are literally just above us. 
in the names uh, on the video itself. You can find me at Titan Screen. You can find Frasley at Frasleytastic. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Stories Around Azeroth. From me, the Grinch, and from the festive gnome himself, we will see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. But, as Mr. Frasley always likes to say, be awesome and merry, and to all a good night. <laughs>